What's up? It's Moody MD. Listen, I have struggled. We'll get through this together. Yo, I'm TBD. I'm a work in progress, helping us reach our full potential. We on a journey. This is about personal growth. Our voices. Our experience. This is us, transparent, no filter. Life is short. Let's make it sweet. Let's get it. Short and Sweet Podcast, episode number 10. Dr. Moody hey. MD, TBD. It's been a long time coming. I can't ask you how you doing, but what's up? <laughs> you can absolutely ask me how I'm doing. I think I told you when we weren't recording, I was going over how what I meant, because you told me that more than one person has said that I'm not really that approachable and that when I asked how you doing, like, what's up with that? She's not being open to conversation. This is a podcast, whatever What's going on. Um, I wanted to tell you that what I meant is basically that when you ask someone how you're doing, you open the door up for more general, non-specific answers like, okay, fine, good, it's okay, but it doesn't really facilitate the ability to conversate with someone on a deeper level. So I'd rather ask someone a question like, what's been good with your day? Or what's the most challenging part of your day today? So that you can actually get to some content because a nigga like me not here for small talk. You want that deep deep analytical talk. I want that deep analytic. Yes. I could dig it. I could dig it. It's been a long time coming. You know, we recorded previously. We had some technical difficulties. I'm about to set the mood real quick. Um, this is a theme song I think is fitting for, for us right <laughs> Let's here. Let's do go. it. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Hey, let's get it. Let's get it. Just give me that brunch type vibe, man. And I I think it's a a nice little song to get us back into the swing of things. So why have we been out of the swing of things? What's up with that? Man, you know, timing, um, you know, life, life happens. Like, you know, I've been encountering some life unexpected things that took place got involved in the hit and run accident i've been recovering mm. with that still um you know my baby boy moving i ain't never moving mm. again like you know <laughs> <laughs> nah but it, it's just you know shit happens and you know we we do have to get better on a better cadence and that's something that you and i talked about like at least touching yeah. base every wednesday to do some sort of like pre-production stand down talk yes Cause it's hard to really get on a schedule. We have different schedules, different life obligations. And so trying to pick a time that works for the both of us has been a challenge. And then, so first of all, before I go into how I have contributed to us not being as consistent, are you doing okay? Like you say you were involved in the hit and run. Um, yeah. What are you doing? Physical oh, therapy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm wrapping up physical therapy. Uh, I go about once or twice a week. I got cleared to hit the gym. You know, it's, okay. it's it's really just limited me as far as like little shit. Like, you know, if I hold my son too long, my hands will start to go numb. But oh, I know you like that. Your partner uh ain't too happy about that. Nah, 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 you nah, like it? I, nah, that's my put little, the baby down nah, and chill. That's my that's my dog. Like honestly, I, t- I I like to haul him around with me everywhere. So it's like that's okay. been that's that's been the part that sucks, but. 
It is what it is. I'm good. I'm trying to stay positive. Okay. Like, but it does suck not being in the gym. That's because sure. the gym, that's my escape. So escape. Well, I've been looking for an escape myself. So trying to escape myself almost like because over the last couple of weeks, I've really been struggling in terms of depression and increased anxiety and I just haven't been feeling like myself not really having motivation or energy to do things or even being interested in things that I usually am like the podcast Mm -hmm. and so I think it's probably due like because a lot of people might be listening and thinking like well where's your depression coming from you're successful you know like what's going on in your life well I think and I know depression is like so multifactorial, like I already have a biologic predisposition predisposition to depression because I have bipolar disorder. So I have like the ups and downs. So that's that. And then there's also the layer of like psychological stuff where I don't always say the most supportive and uplifting things to myself. I might be like, oh, I'm stupid. Why do I have to deal with this depression? Why can't I get out the bed and things like that? So mm-hmm. That's really what's been going on with me. And I think that, you know, us maintaining some consistency in the podcast, I'm definitely looking forward to that because you all need to hear how I'm doing. This is about life is short. Let's make it sweet. And so life is short for me, even if I'm dealing with like depression and anxiety, I'm really trying to push myself as much as possible. And so sometimes I just have to show up and be front up front in terms of what's going on with me, because I think that's why the listeners are listening because of us being candid about our life experiences. So I need to own up to that. Woo. You just unpacked a lot. Like, first off, that was a lot. First, that was a lot off, to begin first with. Off, that first was off, heavy. First off, first off, my dog said multifactorial. Like, I did say that. Who the hell? <laughs> but nah, like, real talk, like, I, I, I do, like, you know, I'm, I'm being light with it, but I do want you to understand, like, don't be too hard on yourself. Like, you got to celebrate, you got to celebrate the small wins, the big, like, yo, yo, your losses, your wins, like keep pushing. When you don't feel good, like it's it's more so like I, I feel like this is therapy for us to hop it on is. here, share our story, connect with others. Um, you know, we got some new segments, some new topics yeah. we to introduce, have have fun with it. So ultimately, this is a this is a form of therapy. This helps me escape my day-to-day traumas, the day-to-day, the day-to-day struggles I deal with. And it's helped me improve as a person. Like mm-hmm. some of the skills and traits that we're setting goals for our listenership, that's helping me become better as a man, as a leader in my profession and in my day-to-day lifestyle. So I, I greatly appreciate yeah. it. And I do appreciate you sharing this platform with me and being so Thank open you. and candid. So, you know. Thank you. Um, you want to recap what we talked about the previous episode? Yes. So last time when we met, we talked about imposter syndrome and we went into a lot of crazy terms like pluralistic ignorance and whatever the hell that means. So you all listen, tune into that episode to get information about what we meant. But we talked about how people can feel like they aren't really achieving in all kind of areas of their life, like family, relationships. And we really identify how imposter syndrome isn't necessarily associated with low self-esteem. 
And I do struggle with low self-esteem and I also struggle with imposter syndrome. So previously I correlated the two, like the reason why I don't feel like I'm thriving in these areas of my life is for that reason. Come to find out that's not the case. And so that was interesting to me. What was interesting to you, TBD? Uh, What was interesting to me was just reflecting on the different types of imposter syndrome, just doing those sort of recaps and looking at the the different types i've realized that i suffer or not even suffer i deal with the superhero complex and the the solo holistic complex because i like the i'm not a people person i've identified Mm -hmm. that i am a uh a social introvert Mm -hmm. um and so it's a struggle for me to really open up and lean on others for help and support i rather deal with things on my own and just kind of roll with the punches and deal with the consequences like that. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that's really like part of my my journey. And that's something that I really appreciated with, you know, that previous that episode. episode. Yeah. You actually get into what the goal was because the goal was for us to identify which in particular imposter syndrome condition you suffering with or you just dealing with it, like you said. For sure. So for me, I definitely identify with perfectionism. I'm such a perfectionist. Everything has to be right. It has to go smoothly. And when it doesn't, I really internalize a lot of that negativity towards more negativity towards myself. And then that leads to me just not feeling good. And so I definitely think that perfectionism is such a broad topic. We should almost talk about that as an episode what do you think in the future? I think that's something that we should, uh, yeah, let's deep dive it in the future. Yeah, that's, okay. I think that'd be something to touch on because mm-hmm. I feel like um, we all suffer from that. We are our biggest critics. Um, right. Like how you was explaining, like, you know, dealing with depression and, you know, just being tough on ourselves. I, I think that's something that a lot of our listenership and a lot of young adults can listen to. I did want to point out, we are, we have viewership in five different countries now. So I think wow. that's something to apply. You know, yes. we, we definitely are making, we definitely are making progress. Um, we got a lot of different viewers. It's just more so just that consistency. Consistency is key. Um, and then also we have a guest on today. Mm-hmm. You know, but this, before we talk about our guests, uh, I want uh, you guys to know we need y'all to write in, tell us what your experiences are with the goal, and how can you guys reach us? Short and sweet pod um, at outlook.com, also short and sweet pod on Instagram. Reach us right into us. We definitely want to hear how you do with each week's goals. Yeah, and but- TBD, what you got for this week? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I got, I got, got definitely got to have the gunshots going, you know, right, right now. Um, right now we're about to introduce a very, a very, very, very special guest. Hold on, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why the gunshots? You got to tell me why, what does why, that correlate to? Why the gunshots? Because she, she nothing but trouble, man. <laughs> nah, that, nah, nah, nah. This my dog. She feisty. She about to blow our head off. Man, is that nah, what it is? Nah, like... she, she feisty. She come. She come ready. Okay. She come ready. Okay. Um, you Let's know, do with, it. With, with our previous um episode, we had talked about phoning a friend, in which we are looking to get that social engagement. And I could think no one other than my future business partner, my family, mm-hmm. my confidant, somebody 
my my fucking therapist. Anytime I go through something, <laughs> I share. I reach out to her. We, you know, we lean on each other. We pass information. Um, you know, she got me vested in stock. So, who is this person? No, none other than she got to take herself off mute. You know, she a little tech illiterate, but uh, it's my it's, it's, my, it's, my, it's my it's my it's my dog. It's my dog, little D. for having me thank you for the intro i love it i love it and i love listening to you guys keep doing your thing well first and foremost i know that you are dealing with some of the effects of hurricane ida that which ironically took place on the 16th uh, anniversary of katrina how you doing on the east coast right now so i didn't even think that we were going to have any effects here in Virginia from Ida but um today was a crazy day so I had to take you know my daughter to school and I already struggled with being on time anyway I always make sure she's on time (laughs) but you know there's no guarantee that I'm going to be on time only one of us can be there at eight o'clock and I know it's Mm -hmm. not going to be so anyway Mm -hmm. I got her to school I got to work and then I get a, a call at like almost two o'clock from my daughter's teacher talking about, hey, you know, all the after school activities are canceled because of this hurricane and blah, blah, blah. So I had to leave work early to go get her from school. We get home and I'm trying to, you know, get us into our routine, play some games since, you know, I had to pick her up early and then we lose power for like an hour and a half. Jesus. Exactly. Well, first off, why are we bringing this person onto the podcast? I want to tell you guys, that last time we talked about bringing somebody onto the podcast and this episode, we're actually talking about how you can manage yourself. And so we thought to ourselves, TBD and I, how would it be to bring on someone, a single mother who also works a full-time job, who also has responsibilities to her loved ones, any partner, anybody um, who's in her life. And so how can she manage all these things and still be successful? Talking about having a young daughter. How old is your daughter? She is five starting kindergarten. So this is a whole new world for me and it's in person. So it's not like it's virtual. So, you know, having a routine of like waking up and dropping her off by eight o'clock because you know Uh, you can't just roll up out the bed at eight o'clock and log into something so how do you do with routines um I'm really not good at routines just to be honest I'm like as Mm -hmm. long as I survive the day I feel like it's an accomplishment but you know this year I'm trying something different like I'm really trying to get her into the bed at 8 30 and despite everything going on today she was in the bed at 8 49 so you know it wasn't mm-hmm. 8 30 but it was still as close as possible to 8 30 as possible so I was excited but I do know it does help to prepare the night before like if I get her lunchbox ready if I you know steam her clothes I can't iron but I love a good steamer so if I can <laughs> you can't iron girl yes you can't steamer girl listen I throw it in the dryer but that steamer listen that steamer, <laughs> get, y'all steamer. get y'all a steamer right clap it up oh. clap no. it up no we yeah. booing we booing <laughs> Don't you, be hating. Don't you be can't, hating. You can't, you can't iron. You booing. What? You listen. can't iron. What? Listen, listen, my man knows a requirement is that he has to be able to iron, but the steamer gets the job done. So she don't look wrinkly. So anyway, so yeah, so preparing the night before, getting her, her snacks together, her lunchbox together, um, getting her clothes together, giving her a shower the night before, or a bath, and 
it, it just makes things so much easier. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What about that routine uh, for you? Bedtime. You got a bedtime girl. Girl now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that sleep. It's about that self-care. It's, it's, I agree. It's important to get okay. sleep. I feel like as a mom, like it's really hard to go to sleep on time. I saw this. Um, matter of fact, I saw this meme um, on Facebook and it was so relatable. It was like, after my kids go to bed, I just sit really still for an hour and recover from the trauma. Cause that's kind of how it is. And I just oh, feel like yeah. you get the most done at night because your kids are asleep. You know, during yeah. the day, they, they, they need so much attention. So at night, yeah. like, I'm like, I can kind of catch up on my shows. I can play yeah. my little Spades Plus game because that's like something that's like. <laughs> what is Spades Plus? Spades it's, on the phone. Yeah. Denise, you trash, man. What we going to play? Anyway, we going to play anyway, that. Anyway, come see me. Come see me. Y'all, Damn. don't take my black card, but I don't know how to play Spades. Oh, my God. You are a little light skinned. How don't you know how to play? <laughs> hey, Spades is the easiest are you game. From Detroit? All are you, you do from is Detroit follow Kim Kim. I know. I know. I never learned. I never learned. Wow. I've been playing Spades since I was six. Why your but, face look like that, Denitra? That <laughs> you so disappointed. She dis- disgusted. Dis- but hold on. Denitra. Totally. Huh? I got one I question. No, no, okay. say, no, say what you I was going to say, Pauline, go ahead and download Space Plus, girl, and I will. Okay. She'll walk you through We can it. play? All right. Yes, All right. We can play. We can play. Oh, my. Pauline going to leave you on red. But. <laughs> but I got to let him know five days ahead of time. Not, basically, <laughs> basically, but no, what I was going to ask, so how you said that at nighttime, you, you mainly, or most parents lay in bed and just basically. Go on the couch. Mm-hmm decompress like kind of like how you doing right now yes that's so (laughs) so is it good for me because i'm about to start my mba program so Mm -hmm. while my son is four months or you know in that infancy stage is it good for me to divert that attention towards my professional growth because as he gets older the more attention he'll garner or like do i have to find some definitely i'm gonna have to find some balance with that so you're, you're definitely going to have to find balance because I feel like, you know, I was talking to someone earlier today and, and they were talking about how, you know, because I had to go get Kennedy and he was like, oh, I don't miss that stage. You know, my kids are, you know, grown mm. 20, 21. But I'm just like, honestly, I feel like at every stage there's a new challenge because For I sure. feel like, you know, when kids are older, yeah, you know, they don't require as much attention, you know, not really, I'm not going to say as much attention, but as much work, like they're more independent. However, I feel like, you you can't control who they're surrounded by um, right outside influences with my daughter being in kindergarten you know like I can kind of control who she's around you know to a certain Mm. so that's such an interesting perspective yeah I never thought about it that way that each and every period is going to bring his own challenges yeah. Once so a kid I, get old, you don't know who the hell they hanging around with. Exactly. Exactly. Like <laughs> no, I don't have to change. I don't have to change diapers anymore. But I have my yeah. own set of new challenges that I'm dealing with right now. So. Okay. Well, it was good hearing from you, and I want to no, know. No, no, we're keeping her on for the talk we're about her it. On? Okay, okay. But, Let's do but, that. I do, but I do, I do want to say this though. Like though, as what? a mom, no matter if you're a single mom, you're in a relationship with someone, you're married, you're divorced, whatever your status is, being a mom is hard. Being a parent in general is hard, mm-hmm. and so yeah. you know, 
um, one of my sister friends bought me this thing that says, be gentle with yourself. So for all you moms out there, be gentle with yourself. Like, mm. I know you may want to do a three course meal for your child at dinner time, but look, sometimes they can just eat chicken, eggs and fries. They're going to be okay. You know mm. what I mean? Like, Fast. I know sometimes you want to sit here and, you know, play with them, but you're, you're mentally tired. They're fine. I know you want to limit their tablet time. Look, sometimes they just got to be on the tablet five hours. It is okay. <laughs> I know that's time. right, girl. Be oh, gentle with yourself and make sure you surround yourself with other like-minded women who are mothers who keep that shit real. Yeah. So, well, one, one, I want to applaud you for being a great mother. I know <laughs> your daughter is so... <laughs> She is so educated. She's so beautiful, she's beautiful and talented and educated. She has so and much personality. And kind. And- she's everything. Kennedy, that's that's my rose, that's my rose dog. You know, we go back and forth like tapping on each other. So you know, she got she got tough skin. Like I I, I love that about her. Like, you know, mo- most people, most kids, this generation, they need to be coddled. Kennedy, she right. coming, she coming at you. Your, your head big. Hey, you need to brush your teeth. Like, yeah, I, she do yeah. she so, need to brush your teeth. I, can so. I tell y'all just one last story? I'm sorry, y'all. So, Go ahead, girl. I, I, told, I told y'all she just started kindergarten. So I was deal- so she was actually dealing with the bully last week. Oh, so, hmm. so Y'all know Kennedy has big hair. If y'all want to check her out, y'all can check out her IG, Melanated Curls. You know, with, <laughs> K, K, with a K, not a C. But um, so yeah, she was dealing with the bully last week, like on the first day of school, like at an aftercare, she stepped on the back of Kennedy's shoe, laughed at her and, you know, basically told her her hair was like frizzy. So, you know, of course, you know, I monitored it. You know, she didn't bother her on Wednesday, didn't bother her on Thursday. And then when I picked up Kennedy from school on Friday, she was like, mom, she's not a bully anymore. I took care of it. I was like, well, what did you do, Kennedy? She was like, I drew her a picture and I gave her a hug. And she said, thank you. And now we play together. So Aww. that's just that is so sweet. <laughs> so, so I just love those affirmations that y'all just gave her. Like, yes, um, thank you guys. No, that's that's dope. That's really dope. Um, so we had hinted at we brought you on one the engagement. So we're gonna hit them with the talk about it or not nah segment, you know. I've been on this kill streak. <laughs> I've been on this. Now kill that's streak. relevant. Okay. Been, now that's relevant. Look, Using man. the bullets for this, but uh <laughs> look, man. I, I've been on an absolute tear with the topic. So um I'll kick it off first. Um, and then we got a moderator, Miss Lil I'm ready. D. Lil I'm D. ready. Lil I'm D. ready. I'm ready, little I'm ready, little right, so, so, so Target will cover a hundred percent of its tuition costs for its associates. We're going to talk about it or not. Mm. Mm. Wait, part-time and full-time? Part-time and full-time associates. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, So, Afghanistan evacuation. Um, So, I'm wondering, should the U.S., continue to go through the process of processing all these um, immigrants potentially into the U.S. How do we deal with that? Let's talk about Ooh. it or not. Ooh, these are both really good topics. Ooh. Is, is there any way we can talk about both or do we just have to pick one or do we have to pick one? 
I mean, it's our show. It's our platform. You the guest. Right. You, you let us know. Yes, girl. You the guest. Okay. Well, I, 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 you know, especially with 9-11 coming up, I really do want to talk about. Uh, okay, let's do it. Important. But, you know, for your viewers that may be interested in school, I feel like they may be interested in also the target topic as well. So I think <laughs> cover both. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think Good reason the target topic is, no, I'm playing. I'm done with school, but somewhere. <laughs> All right, right. So look, so look, I'll, I'll just lay it out real quick. So target will cover 100% of its tuition for its full-time and part-time associates. And for their associates that are pursuing their master's program, they'll cover up to 10,000 per year. Some of the- Really? Yes. Some of the schools that are included in the program are University of Arizona, Oregon State University, and a couple of HBCUs. You like have, what? That's what I want to know. What you got, HBCUs? You got Morehouse and you got Paul Quinn. So- Morehouse and Paul Quinn. Man, you know HBCUs be expensive as hell. That ten thousand, not about no, to go for. no, 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 no. You, you, you miss, you miss her. So it's a hundred percent a tuition. Okay. For their, for their bachelors and ten thousand per year for their masters. That's, That's what's up. That's so, listening. That is awesome. But, yeah. So. You know. So your listeners need to know, they need to go ahead and apply to Virginia State, Hale State. <laughs> so, yes. But, I mean, the schools have to be within, I think they have 240 schools within the network. Okay, so Virginia State, they couldn't hit up Virginia State. I don't know if it's in the network, but right. it, it could possibly be in there. But, I mean, it's a start in the right direction. Yeah, Obviously, be, you, this is what I want to know. You going to get a job at Target or no? Nah? <laughs> Man, look, man. Oh, uh, shit. I thought about it. I ain't gonna lie, shit. I did apply. Shit. Yeah, I, 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 shut I, up. You applied? <laughs> shut I, up. I don't, I, I don't, I don't have the time. I don't have the time, though. Honestly, when I think about it, okay. being a new father, prioritizing, and I mean, that that's gonna hit on our topic that we gonna touch on your pockets got the time though i mean come on <laughs> i make great money doing what i'm doing hopefully this okay. will be hopefully this will where be you my... work at i need a job hey, you're making great money all right dr moody on b <laughs> but, but, but no let me tell you you know what's crazy okay. though i did see a commercial about your um your employer um paying for some type of something mm. because the person was like you know this company allowed me to become a medical assistant you know I was like, oh, okay. I don't know if they meant that they paid for it or they inspired him to do it to be more allowed time <laughs> off. Like, what's going on? That's yeah, not. But... That's not. That's not for people that do what I do. I know um, what you. I know what you're talking about. But <clears throat> this is. I'm a. Um, I'm not showing the viewers, but I just show y'all. This is. This is our incentive of being where I'm at. Okay. So. We could talk about Afghanistan, whatever. Not whatever. Yes, we're hitting on right. the 20-year anniversary of <laughs> the 20-year anniversary of 9-11. The US has been involved in this OEF, OIF, which stands for Operation Iraqi, Operation Enduring Freedom. How do I know? Because I work with veterans. But anyhow, these U.S. servicemen has have been over there for 20 years trying to maintain democracy. Mm -hmm. 
And now after these Afghans have served as aides to the U.S. service members, like as interpreters and navigators and just being experienced with the terrain, now with the U.S. leaving, you have apparently tens of thousands of Afghans and their families who are at risk because the Taliban, which is now going to be taking over power from the U.S., which is stupid as hell and crazy, how the Talib the U.S. took power from the Taliban, then you're going to leave it to the Taliban. But I don't know. Like there was like no easy answer for how we should leave because this was going to be a forever war that would be going on. So it was going to be messy. But yeah. anyhow, I, I mean, a lot of people have been asking, how do we process this tens of thousands of people who have left the U.S., who have been evacuated by the U.S., who've gone to various areas in the world, they're being processed. And yes, some might go to Europe. Yes, some might go to other parts of the Middle East. But there's going to be a large part that's going to come to the U.S. of A. So how do we deal with that? Some people are like, no, you know, like we already are dealing with the immigrant crisis here with individuals from um, Southern, Central, Mexico, America. I said yeah, Mexico, yeah. America. But anyways, we already have this crisis at the border. And then to add on these individuals, um, you know, I'm conflicted because the U.S. is built on diversity. And the reason why we have such a um, clung conglomerate of people is because, uh, of just people coming from everywhere but I think as black Americans a lot of us are have the feel like a, a feeling of you know like oh we over here because you know a slavery you know we're over here yeah, yeah, yeah. because of this experience and now you want these people to come over it it, it just I don't know it gets messy am I making sense <laughs> Are you making sense? You're, can I say something real quick? Y'all gonna be mad at What's me. What's up? Okay. I'm Wayne recording right now. So like, now nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'll fuck it with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. My face was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. But now, nah, real talk. When I said the Afghan or whatever, I may have came off a bit insensitive. I didn't mean it like that. I was just talking about the next topic. So I just wanted to clear that up. But okay. number one, I just feel like it's touchy because we have been in another country trying to force our sort of religious values on That's a different true. country and our, our form of government democracy. There's so many flaws and imperfections with that. It's like, ultimately we have to take, and I, I feel this way about everything. You have to take care of home first before you can go somewhere else and try mm. to enforce and take care of everything else. It's a it's it's very touchy. Um, I, I heard like now that the Taliban is in back in control, all the women that were in college and universities over in Afghanistan, they yanked them out. They said that women, wow. women and men, they can't be taught in the same classroom. So essentially, women can't go to college because there's not enough resources, enough teachers out there. So you know. I yeah, I'm, I, so I definitely agree with you, D'Angelo, about not not everything is a one fit all for every country. For sure. However, it did seem like they kind of wanted our type government over there because exactly they, did, they wouldn't be trying to flee the country right now because of exactly the, um, rule over there. I just feel for 
those who fought over there for the last 20 years, those- For nothing. Have, it felt like it's yeah, for nothing. Yeah, mm. who gave their lives, who have lost limbs, like who have lost people. I just feel, I just feel hurt for the families and the people who gave the ultimate sacrifice. It's, it's, it's so tough. Like ultimately, like prayers for the families involved, the women, the children, mm-hmm. the veterans, everybody that took place like yeah it's 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 very touchy um you know also do you feel like they you know do you feel like they have a place here in america or or are we already i don't i don't really know like it's already a pandemic you know right now you have another like katrina there's people in new orleans they don't have power they don't have food they don't have electricity yeah it's 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 we we dealing with police brutality over here. We waiting right. on our reparations. So how? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't know the answer. I don't know if that Afghani immigrants should come to America to find Silas or mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't know. But it, it's tough to be displaced from your home. Um, exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you do if we. Yeah, I mean, we have so many. There's not a good answer, there, you know, no answer. like we're listening to Denitra and what she's saying. There are so many issues that us here, us Americans are going through right now. And then to add on an immigration crisis, it just seems like our current issues won't get the attention that they really need I mean, honestly, in order for us to thrive. I it's think it's a touchy subject. I, I, I just, it's, it's just hard all, all around. Like, it's, it's just sad. I think it'd be mm-hmm. beneficial if we had on like uh, a listener that was of Muslim descent or that served in the military. From the Middle give, East. Yeah, that yeah. could give us some sort of perspective or educated. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna reach out to somebody and you yeah. know. Okay. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on with their military though out there? I mean, honestly, from what I'm hearing, like the Afghani troops were being financed like they're being financed by a private military and so that funding wasn't being directed to the correct people like it it was more so just kept in house and so like you know so what's going on they're part of they disbanded or i mean just kind (laughs) of i look i i don't i don't know well, we can go on to it's a very touchy topic. So we can go on. Very to touchy. Okay. So girl, you want to move on to the next? You judge. Yeah. Just let us know what you want, girl. Yeah, let's go on. Let to us the know next. what you want. Judge yeah, Judy. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Definitely. Let's go on to the I next. I got my first. All right. Okay, so, so can I hit them first? Yeah, go That's, ahead. Okay. I can't because last time was a draw. You know, like you playing tic-tac-toe. That was, that was a draw. That was a cat. Cat. Look, man, that, this my book. This my, I'm letting you know right now, this my book right here. You okay. Know, we, we plan, like you said, we plan space. Listen, before. She don't know what that means. She don't know what that means. I, girl, she gonna be she'll be <laughs> So look, okay, so you guys heard about Shikari Richardson? You know that that breakout, uh, you know flamboyant s uh, track star. 
Mm-hmm. The black female who yeah. really yeah. blew people away at the Olympic trials. Well, she didn't recently, blow people away at her she next didn't. event. <laughs> she didn't blow people away at her next event, but she was still very confident afterwards. And so I want to talk about that. Or okay. not. Okay. Okay. Um, so unvaccinated NBA players that okay. play in Brooklyn, New York. And Golden State won't be allowed to play in her home arenas. You want to talk about it or not? Hold on. So what are you saying? The the players who play so, for those sports teams? Because of the and, new, the new and, and, in- NBA players that play for the Brooklyn Nets, the New York okay. Knicks, and the Golden State Warriors, which is in San Francisco, will not okay will not be able to participate in home games if they are not vaccinated. Listen, these are both good topics. We got to talk about them both. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, you the judge. No, no you know Dale. You, know, you, know, you know Dale when I talk about you. Oh, my judge. Okay, but, okay, if you want to do that, the 9-11 was way more important than Target. Target, oh. Death, Death, oh. Target Death, <laughs> free school going in on you hold on are we fighting for free school right now man i'm hurt man nah but all right awesome but 9-11 that's an important you know we were exactly we were, i'm coming with that historical perspective like, yeah, middle school that's an important that's like the pearl harbor of our day yes that's, it up. No, no. that's boom that's the boom but that's why i gave her the gunshots because you know, she You're both, she's coming side. with the bullets. Listen, both both the, I'm sorry, the, y'all. The reason why this topic is so prevalent. Okay. And we're, so, talking, hey, we're talking about both, though, but go ahead. Okay, we can talk about okay. both. But I'm talking about the NBA right now. I, I just keep it short and sweet, and we'll get into okay. the content. I want to hear so, about this, though. Yeah, go ahead. So players <laughs> that are unvaccinated that play for Brooklyn, the New York Knicks, and the Golden State Warriors will not be allowed to play home games if they're unvaccinated. What's good. Ironic, good. I, no, 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 no. What's, what's ironic about this is unvaccinated players for the opposing teams will be able to play in those games. So ba- I don't. Oh, that is interesting. That is interesting. interesting. And that's the thing, though. Are they do um, people who come to the games need to be vaccinated or unvaccinated? Right. So, so I, I, I'm assuming all fans will have to be vaccinated. Uh-huh. Um, if you are a home team player, you have to prove that you have a religious medical exemption to not. How y'all feel about that? I, I Bruh, mean, they're trying to force this vaccination in us. They're trying to force it. Us. Like now, it's coming. Look, they coming at the millionaire. Okay, doing okay. in the millionaire's pockets. Okay, which pay now they coming. Right, it's, it's going to slowly trickle yeah. down. They're going to force you to get this damn vaccine. Because I feel yeah. like there's no guarantee that if you get this vaccine, you won't get COVID. You know what I mean? I feel like if there was a, a guarantee that if you get this, you won't get COVID, I feel like there'll be more people, you know, getting. But here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. There isn't a guarantee that you won't get COVID because many people who do have the vaccine do get COVID, but the mortality rate is significantly decreased. And notice I said Mm -hmm. significantly decreased because a lot of people get me or try to come for me and say, well, people still can die with the COVID vaccine. Mm -hmm. Of course, yes, but your risk of doing that is decreased and the people who doing it 
has tons of comorbidities, but let me hear from you. What you about to say? But see, I, I, I feel that. So you getting your COVID shot has no influence on me. Hmm. It protects you. So I feel like, why are you forcing me to get something? You know what I mean? Especially because like, honestly, I feel like the numbers started going up because they removed the mask mandate. Once they removed the mask mandate, that's when all the numbers started going through the roof because there was a, there was a decline in numbers. So I feel like the masks work, but I feel like there's no guarantee on this vaccine. You know what I mean? Like I know people who were vaccinated and they got other people, um, they passed COVID to other people, they passed it to their children. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not an anti-vaxxer because I get Mm -hmm. my vaccines. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I, all my required vaccines that I've had to get, I've gotten them. Me, I've never gotten the flu shot. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really don't, I, I, I really don't see myself right now getting this COVID shot until I feel well, like- Well, how do you feel about the fact that Pfizer's vaccine just recently got FDA approved through regular pathway? Does that well, make you more comfortable? But why did it get approved though? Because it passed the mm. America's rigorous mm-hmm. testing. Mm-hmm. You, gotta re- you, gotta, you gotta do some research on that. They, I'm, they, I'm they, they, shit. they paid some billions of dollars in order to get that. I, I'm, I'm okay. just saying, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying this to the listeners. We talk shit all okay. the time. So I just want to throw them out. <laughs> I understand that perspective. They pay billions. So one big pharma is a trillion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. They paid to get that sort of approval to the, the first of the chain. I feel like right now, like ultimately- How though? How did they pay? It's corruption. Just like corruption, just okay. like what just like in the Afghan government, all that is corruption. Okay. If you if you coming out the millionaires' pockets, they coming out to mm-hmm. the everyday people next. Next is gonna be mandated that everybody's employer, mm-hmm. you have to be vaccinated in order to mm-hmm. report the work. So go ahead. No, and I, I was just gonna say, and I feel like that's why a lot of people are probably out here buying fake vaccine cards because it's like you're about to affect a person's living. Oh, y'all want to see something? Mm-hmm. You want to give us a fake vaccine card? What? <laughs> Is that your vaccine card? Mm-hmm. Plug and chug. The name wasn't included. So oh. let's just say I wanted to like be getting this hot off the press, right? Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. name was not included on my vaccine card. What? And because of that, if I wanted to make me a couple of dollars, you know, I know a couple of people who, you know, trying to get that vaccine. Hey, hey, hold on. <laughs> Look, so, so how do they track that though? Since your name was not on there, how do they track it? Well, they did end up having me fill out my name on a piece of paper, my social, I think. And so they use that to upload it to a registry that the state of Michigan has that keeps all the vaccines. Have, so have see if your stuff. <clears throat> I have checked. It is there. It is there. But because so many people were getting the vaccine and they didn't have the time, they weren't putting in people names. They were just signing off on it and having people put in their own name. Oh. I'm sure not predicting that in the future, people potentially might be trying to sell that shit on the street. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Might be there the next thing. Oh <laughs> man! Hey, look, man! I ain't gonna but, let you. I ain't but, gonna let you incriminate but, yourself with this. Yeah, but, but, but this is the thing, though. I feel like if you're gonna require everyone to come back to work, 
or come into your establishment, um, you need to make sure everyone has a COVID test because, you know, just requiring one group of people to get COVID tests or wear a mask, especially when both groups of people can spread the virus, that doesn't make any type of sense. Just like when they try to say, let's only put a border down on Mexico across mexico like people can't fly over that border like there's no border over you know like we need a border over canada too and we also need a border on you know the coastlines if you want to put a border you know what i mean so they don't know don't come with the bang bang like just be real with it like if you like if like certain hotels are like you know you can't stay here unless you're vaccinated to me it should be you can't stay here unless you have a negative covid test within three days to me that's more it's a slippery slope because yeah, once, sure. once you start here, where's it going to end? Like, exactly. Where, where's That's the freedom? Of, where's the freedom of choice? Where's the yeah, freedom my, of my like, body, my choice? You know, like when it comes to you know pro cho- being pro choice, like I feel like it should kind of apply to this. You know, I mean, because I mean? like, because wasn't there like a southern state like now Texas. a woman can't a woman can't get an abortion now? Uh, probably Alabama, Alabama think- or Mississippi. It was one. It was one of them. One, one of them deep south country. One of them deep south. Let, let, let's, let's talk about security. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's we getting off topic now, I'm but sorry. it's some good. Deep, it's some good stuff. Some good content. So I wanted to talk about Shakari Richardson. So what is up with her and like this overly flamboyant, um, big confidence? It's like a big head. You know, like she got a big head. She got a lot of confidence. A big ego. But, but some people feel like she should have been knocked down after her last race. Yeah. And I, like, honestly, do people feel this way? Cause she's a female, because if it was the opposite mm. way and it was a male, would it really have that much negative attention? But honestly, do you know anybody who has that amount of confidence, even after yes. they've not done well? Who? Yes. Yes. Who? Yes. Who? Who? Uh, Let me know. Uh, Connor, Connor McGregor. He's a okay. fighter. He's an MMA fighter. He told he gets paid. He sells the fight. But like ultimately, she's selling the race. Like, I mean, you think about it, women's sports. I'm not talking shit, but whatever. Women's sports don't get as much attention as X. male sports. So you have to do something outside of the box. Right now, we live in that attention era. So, right, she's bringing all of this attention. She wears the long nails, has the makeup on. That may be slowing her down. Is, is that attention or does she just want to feel pretty? I mean that, that, that is true. I mean I, I, I mean, don't, but, I don't, but here's the I thing though. I don't know. It, I, I think it could be a little bit it, of both. It could be a I little think it bit could be both. a little bit of both too. I like when I look at her, I think she just likes it. That's just her style. And it's just like, girl, you know, like one person once told me that I asked a person in a store, long story short, what my outfit looked like. And they told me, Do you feel good in it? I said yes. And then they said it looks perfect. That's you. So I but, feel that, you know, that's kind of like what makes but, her feel good. So I think that is I her. feel that. I do feel that, but the thing is, these athletes are trying to get faster and yeah. every step of the way. Yeah. I mean, think up, think about the we're we're not physicians. Well, whatever. Yeah. Me, but, but listen, but <laughs> yeah, listen. right, right. But no, but no, I'm 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 just talking about like this in, in the terms of physics. She has okay. on more like those long nails, it has weight associated with it. But did she not? No, win? did she not? But look, the other race. Did she not win because she stopped the weed? She came. She came in ninth place. 
Okay, then that race, but in the other race, she came in first place and she had all the But those, what about Flojo? What about Flojo? Those weren't Flojo. those weren't Olympians though that she was racing. Okay, what about Flojo? I mean Flojo an Olympian and she had yeah. Flo, but not everybody it'll slow you down. Not that, everybody. Okay, I have a question. I have not, a question. <laughs> did she did she did she not win because she was she stopped smoking weed? Was he like her superpower? How do you not know that? I don't. That was not her superpower. I don't. I don't know. I. I I think. I think honestly, shit. She. She was talking shit to the wrong people. Those Jamaicans. Hey, look. Those Jamaicans finished one, two, three. They smoked her ass out the gate. Like I mean. (laughs) Yeah. She didn't. She wasn't one. She wasn't that far behind. But two is just she like she won't that far behind. Well, like, well, well, she, didn't she lose by like a second? Uh, a second in a race is a long time. <laughs> is it? Is yes. it? Yes. Okay. I don't really, okay. But this. So honestly, so her interview app. First of all, they interviewed her losing the ninth place after the the race. You know what I mean? It's yeah. me. I just feel like maybe she was speaking affirmations to herself. Like, you know what? Yeah, y'all right. Okay. Because she already knew she's going to get clowned on Instagram, all the social media sites. You know what I mean? So I just feel like maybe she was speaking affirmations. Like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not done. Like, yes, I may have lost, but you can't take, you know, this away from me that, you know, I'm one of six of the fastest women in the world. You know what I mean? Like, speak those affirmations on yourself, Black girl. And maybe she got the nails and the hair because she's trying to break um, stereotypes of what an athlete is supposed to look like. Because let me tell you, when I first started working in my, you know, professional um, career, I showed up with um, my hair braided because I just was like, you know, I can't come up in here being natural because to me, being natural is not professional because it wasn't perceived that way, you know? Yeah. Back in 2011. Now, I wasn't. <laughs> hold on, hold on, because I don't want I don't want to offend the women listenership. We are 83 percent women populated okay. podcast. What I'm trying to say is the weight from the nails. Not everybody is Flojo. I feel like the more. I don't equi- think that's. But, the but, but listen, but listen. The more equipment that you have Come on, on, the more equipment that you have on you, it will weigh you down. Like you're trying to be. <laughs> You're trying to be more. She got trying, some bricks as nails. You're trying to be more. Aer- you're trying to be more aerodynamic versus. What? <laughs> look, I'm just saying. Like, I, I don't know. I, I shit. I want her to win every race. Honestly, yeah. okay. I, 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 I love people to talk a little shit. I love to talk shit. Mm-hmm. But my she, thing, she, my, my, you can appreciate her confidence. Yeah. You look at her like I can see you. Hey, you smack. I feel like you gotta you gotta back it up though. You can't talk shit and then come in ninth place. You can't. Then, <laughs> no, no, you can't. No, because then now you're the butt of the joke. Everybody's right. everybody's laughing at her like at this point because they're like you know because she on social media still going in like you know the win- the, the the winner of the race reached out was like you know I wish her nothing but the best. I know she's going through hardship, loss of her mother. Boom, boom, boom. She like man, fuck them. Don't bitch uh, down on me. Uh, it's just like, bro, it's like, dog. Like you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just, you gotta be easy. Like, and then yeah. it's, it's a, it's a. You gotta be humble with it. Like, it's a fine you, line. Like, yes, like we mm-hmm. love, we love. We need to do an episode on that. Hum, humbility. Is that how you say it? Humbility. humbility. Yeah, we need to do an episode on that. I mean, but anyways, we didn't talk about this. Let's talk about it and all. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and rack it up. 
Let's wrap it up, man. Judge First, Judy. Judge Judy. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I, I do. I do want to thank the our special guest, uh, Denise. Yes. Definitely gave us a lot of content, a lot of feedback. Um, and yeah, this has been this is this has been really really fun to have you on. Uh, definitely, definitely would like to have you on going forward. Oh um, yes, on, listen. On, on, whenever y'all want to phone a friend, y'all call me. You know right, I'm that, a that, that, yes. that, that. Yeah, that's that's something we're gonna explore. But yeah, definitely. Uh, let us know what you think about the content piece. Give us feedback. Write into us. Uh, short and sweet pod at outlook.com. Also, message us on uh, Instagram. No, D, I didn't mean to stop completely. No, we're not stopping. We're not stopping completely. We're going into the next phase, but I want to close that out. Oh, damn, I fucked up. You good. Yeah, this has been a really impactful episode. Like, I'm really loving the vibe, loving the energy. Um, I know typically we talk more towards the mental health around the mental health aspect of things. Wanted to focus more, get back to the coaching sort of aspects um our topic that we want we kind of hit on it and, and hinted on it earlier within the episode okay. but um it's self-management so what is it what modi md what, what would you define self-management it's self-management as? okay so if i had to define self-management i would say it's the ability to regulate one's self cognitions, behaviors, and, and uh, just life in the face of adversity. Look at this nigga, man. Cognitions <laughs> manage one's cognitions. Like, I did sound but, all fancy, right? But no, nah, I mean, that, that's spot on. I mean, the, the, blue, the blue book definition of it is our abilities yeah. to manage our behaviors, thoughts, and emotion in a conscious and productive way. So, I mean, okay. you basically hit it in a nutshell. Um, some of the quotes that I think of when I think of managing yourself or self-management, uh, Will, Smith had, Will Smith and Deion Sanders both had iconic quotes that I apply to my day-to-day sort of regimen. Um, Will Smith, he hit them with, you stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Mm, I feel preach. like that's, that, that's, that's some of the real things that Will Smith has ever said. And then also mm. Deion Sanders says, you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you you play good. You play good, they pay good. Mm, that. So the thing is, like, taking care of yourself, um, self-apparent, self-awareness is very critical, and that's self-management. And then, um, you know, so with that, there's four key components that I was able to find doing some research on self-management yeah. that I feel like are very applicable to our livelihood and our lifestyle. And there's there's things within this that I apply on a day-to-day basis without even yeah. really noticing. Um, one of the first things that I found while doing my research is save decision-making for the important things. Okay. O- Obama typically wears blue or gray suits. Zuckerberg's uniform is a gray shirt and jeans. Steve Jobs wore blue jeans and a black turtleneck almost every day. So mm. they really eliminated or eliminate dressing, getting dressed and focus their thought process on more important aspects of life. Yeah. And, you know, I try to do that same thing. Like, um, let's see, a couple of years ago, once I came across the idea that 
Obama wore the same kind of suits, the same kind of color tie to make things simple for him. I thought, let me be like Obama. And I tried to figure out, was there a kind of outfit that worked well for me? Well, of course, I can't limit my outfits to a turtleneck and jeans because I'm not rich and people look at me like I'm crazy. But I did say that wearing a dress to work and dresses day to day, and then on my off days, I wear jeans and a t-shirt, that's kind of like my uniform. And that's a way for me to say thinking energy. So I vibe with that. I do. So basically, you bas- you telling our listeners, <laughs> you dress like a you, you dress like, <laughs> like a, a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> look, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. Listen, look, look. When I wear when I wear the same thing in a row, Jerron, that's my husband, y'all. He called me a cartoon character. He do. And sometimes I just be taking them cognitive shortcuts. So I might wear like the same no, jeans I mean, two days. I, I feel it though. Like honestly, yeah. As I got older, I really don't like if I'm not going out, I'm not gonna get cleaned up to go into the office. So I mean, I yeah. wear I wear a nice polo, some jeans, some slacks, but okay. I ain't gonna throw on, on no no drip, no grill right. for the outfit. But nah, that, that's funny. But as you started talking, I'm like, hey, <laughs> this nigga dressed like a cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> no, number two, number two is uh, having a consistent routine and regimen. I feel like personally, this okay. is my this is my strongest skill set. And I got to credit this to me playing sports since I was six years old. Well, mm-hmm. six to 18. Because um, with sports, everything's about routine, regimen, practice. Practice makes perfect. So incorporating those sort of routines and regimens into your, into your day-to-day basis, it keeps you on track. It sets you it up does. for success for the next you day. You know what? That's exactly what Denitra said earlier in the podcast. She was saying that she tries to prepare iron clothes with her steamer because she don't know how to iron, neither do I. So she does that ahead of time and that sets her up for success in the morning, like packing the lunch, getting the clothes out for Kennedy. And I, I mean, really, it's like, it applies back to that number one, like saving the decision-making for important things. So it's like, right. you know, setting up your day, like tonight, going into tomorrow mm-hmm. is going to set me up for success so i'm not scrambling in the morning yeah. or while so what's the what's the routine you got so at night i typically lay on my clothes like i lay my okay. clothes out put them on the dresser have everything set up um mm-hmm. pack my lunch the night before so i'm not in scramble mode in the morning it just gives mm-hmm. me that sort of routine just to to go into the next day with a clean slate so for sure um I know while with your routine, while you're in the process of dressing like a cartoon character, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to put much thought into it, but nah. Um, and that th- this is something that I struggle with though, is planning ahead thoroughly. So okay. it says successful people create thorough, successful people create thorough plans, successful yeah. plans, and they reap the rewards down the road. I feel, and then also- What do they mean by successful plans though? Like planning ahead or- Strategically. So you set up your day strategically by setting up planners and um, like, I I know we had talked about it with like the pre-production when I plan out recording with you, I give myself a a buffer. So if I say we're going to record at nine, 
to 10, I give myself to 10, 30, maybe 11, just so I have built time in and I'm not overlapping my plan. Um, It's something that I I do still struggle with because I like, I have issues with like, sometimes I'll overcommit. Like I have that Superman complex of where I want to do everything and knock everything out. But it's like, you know, I got, I got a lot, a lot of hats that I wear. So it's a lot of things that I have to do. And I struggle with the same thing with planning because I will actually over plan as well. So I'll have 10 different things that I expect to do in a day, including working out, meditating, going to work, you know, seven, eight hours a day. And then I'll say I need 10 things to do at home. And that's never really realistic. So when I don't get it done, when I'm not perfect, it leads to just these self-deprecating thoughts that I was talking about earlier. So I vibe with you on that. But then also like with this, you can underplan as well. Like how mm. I have mentioned, I was in the process of moving the night before I want to pack everything. And so I got <laughs> all my help. Everybody's at the house and I got boxes like now that I'm that I'm in my place, I got boxes all over the place. I didn't effectively label anything. So I'm like mm-hmm. searching for stuff. I don't know where anything is. And so that's my fault for not planning thoroughly. I mm-hmm. was anxious. Everything was just hitting me at the same time, like with the accident. So it was just like, you know, that's not an excuse. Like, you know, successful people, they they think it through. They plan thoroughly. You know, I should have I could have hired packers, movers individuals to actually do that job kind of take some of the stress off of me and that's mm-hmm. what more successful people do like honestly it's a concept that I use on a day-to-day basis at work delegate the dumb shit so mm. you know um but the final concept is prioritizing mm-hmm. they say successful people understand if they don't prioritize their projects they will be swayed or pushed around by the agendas of others Preach. I think that's 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 I think that's transparent that's straightforward like that whole sentence um you gotta have your shit together on what you want to do have your mind right if you go into the day saying you want to do xyz don't let somebody come up there with abc and throw you off your day facts facts and I mean another part of prioritizing knowing your limitations and learning when to say no part Mm. I like Part of my issue having that Superman complex, superhero complex, I almost want to help everybody. But me trying to take on 10 different things, it, it kind of leads me to not prioritizing and it, it leads me to not plan thoroughly. So I got to learn to say no, delegate the dumb shit, put the onus on somebody else that they could take on that task or take on that responsibility and focus on the agendas and everything that I got laid out. Um, since then I have, I have purchased a, um, agenda planner. Yes. And so I am working on getting more thorough, especially with starting my MBA program, doing this podcast, being a father, um, you know, having a significant other, having a family It's it's tough while working full time, you know, trying to wear multiple hats and be successful and maintain your mental health and maintain your body, eat healthy. It's all a struggle, but every we all get the same amount of hours throughout the day. It's all about being priority, prioritizing, and it starts with self-management, managing yourself, 
um, holding, holding yourself accountable, that's very critical to being successful. I agree. I agree. So let me hit you with the goal for the week. So I want us to look what at what, our, what I got for us. I want you guys to look at what your routines are throughout the day. Many times we think I don't even got a routine, but many times you do. At least when you get up in the morning, you probably use the bathroom, maybe brush your teeth. I don't know. What I want you to look at is what are the routines that you have that are good and what's the ones that can be improved on? Write in, let us know how you do. Short and sweet pod at outlook.com. Short and sweet pod, Instagram. What you got, D? TBD, I'm forgetting anything? Nah, you hit it all on the head. Um, make sure to be engaged. Write into us. We appreciate the listenership. Uh, this episode number 10, I want to thank Denitra for attending. Thank you, Moody MD. Judge Judy. Uh, praying for all the individuals impacted by Hurricane Ida. Um, praying for praying all for the, the refugees and refugees. Af- and praying for our service members who are coming down and who have undoubtedly probably been triggered and overwhelmed by everything that's happening. Praying for them um, and a smooth transition back into civilian life. I think we hit it on the nose. We'll see y'all. Peace.